Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. I did this interview with Young Lean in Boston. I actually went to college in Boston and this was, I think, maybe my sophomore or third year in college. I did this interview with him. Huge fan since the beginning, since Ginseng Strip 2002 and Kyoto went viral. Since then, he's put out three other projects and his third album, Stranger, was released on November 10, 2017. So we dig really into his background, which is interesting. He grew up in Asia as well, and we just pretty much touch upon everything else. So I hope you guys enjoy this and be sure to screenshot and put on your Instagram stories. I'll definitely reshare on the sidewalk talk if you tag that. So hope you guys enjoy. Bye! You said before that Sid Vicious, Kurt Cobain, Lil Wayne, movies, Bjork, The Knife inspires your music. What about them inspires you? Mm, uh, Kurt Cobain has uh, really good lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sid Vicious was a fun character. Uh, maybe he took the Nazi thing a little too far. Johnny Rotten probably didn't like that. Probably Johnny Rotten is a more inspiring artist. Mm-hmm. Savicious couldn't even play the bass. Uh, Lil Wayne is uh, one of the, the greatest rappers alive. And the knife, uh, I just grew up on the knife. I like the knife. So, your first experience with sure in Black Sabbath? Yeah, I guess yeah. Black Sabbath, Nina Simone, and yeah. Aretha Franklin. Who showed uh, them to you? Uh, my dad. Was he like, is he a super, super like musical person also? or? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. He's played in bands when he was younger. I think he was in a band. Oh, that's cool. But uh, he just likes music a lot. Would you say that from his musical aspect that it grew on to you and you started being more musical from what he played around the house and like Yeah, I guess there was, was so in. much music yeah. around the apartment. Yeah. Has he... I had to start buying my own records. Yeah. Has he mentored you or like no not at all we're just good friends yeah we used to fight a lot back in the day but now yeah we're all good. was he always like encouraging throughout your musical uh, no, I, in the beginning i didn't tell him that i was making music oh, yeah. it was sort of like a secret yeah i didn't want to show him any of my videos or anything so he found out like when uh, people started writing Secretly. How would you describe the music that you made initially? It was like Enya samples, like mm-hmm. uh, very emotional, love reverb, out of tune, just like kind of stupid lyrics, but still music from the heart. What are the meanings behind all your tattoos? My tattoos? Yeah. Uh, I like Pluto. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's cool. This is my last name, Leander. Mm-hmm. How would you say the music you make reflects you as a person? Like how it shows your personality? I don't know, like writing music, like you have a discovery of like three albums and like, like diary mm-hmm. and music. Yeah. So like all your thoughts like yeah. come alive. How do you describe it though? I don't know, but it definitely reflects on me as a person. Yeah. You said before that your name started off kind of like as an al- like an alter ego, something that you weren't. Yeah. What inspired you to create this alter ego? I don't know. I was just bored of Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it something that you like wanted to escape from, or was it just? Yeah, kind of... I guess. Yeah, I guess Jonathan was boring. 
he, he wasn't up too much. And Yang Lin was everything that Jonathan wasn't. So yeah. It was fun to make up an alter ego. How would you describe like the two personalities? I guess Yang Lin is like a, like the crazy version of Jonathan. Yeah. But as the years go, Yang Lin and Jonathan become more and more friends. Because you said before that like people think that you're like Swedish kids trying to be like American culture, but you said it isn't really like that. What no, would you it's say not is at like all. yeah? What would you say the mindset? Well, we of just uh, we just started getting fans, in. but I guess a lot of kids were like, oh, they're rapping about Arizona, but that was when we were like 16. But rapping in English is always like, but I don't know. As a Swedish kid, I guess you're very exposed to like American culture. But also Swedish culture as well. Mm -hmm. So I guess a mixture of that. I don't know. We're just trying to do our own thing. <laughs> no, we're really not trying to do anything. I don't know. You understand? Mm -hmm. What would you say would be like the mindset of Swedish people? Are you trying to change that or? No, I can't change the country. That's, <laughs> that's up to the uh, politicians. No. no. Uh, I think, uh, I don't know, our country is sort of falling to pieces. Uh, we have like, uh, like a political party, like super fun. Uh, I just played the show. Yeah, that was me. I, I got to give up the play with it. Yeah, Good show, man. Thank you, bro. Uh, yeah, so I guess our country's a bit fucked up, but the mindset is different. I guess like when we started making music, Swedish people were like, oh, this is retarded, like what's he doing? Mm -hmm. And then when America liked it, they were like, oh, America likes it? Okay, then we have to like it too. Have you seen your sort of music like trickle down to more like people uh, in your hometown make similar music or is it just kind of just like your own cult? No, a lot of people in Sweden are buying our style. Are they starting to like produce similar music, or it hasn't yeah, gone yeah, that far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely gone that far. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, they should just do their own thing. <laughs> but it's always a blessing to be inspiring. Yeah. But you can't be young. <laughs> Why do you think um, your all your fans started from the U.S.? I guess like uh, American kids have so much hip hop. Mm -hmm. And through the years, like, uh, they've been exposed to so much more than uh, European kids. Yeah. That they're, like, a bit quicker on trends. Mm hmm And then after a while, it comes to Europe. It's, like, the same with, like, punk. Punk was, like, uh, it started in U the UK, and then when it got to America, everyone was, like, crazy about it. Mm -hmm. And when it comes back to Europe, like, people go, you know, they really... Yeah. Everyone needs a subculture, I guess. Uh, I don't know. American kids were just, they'd been exposed to like Lil B and, yeah. you know, music like that before. I guess Swedes weren't as up to date. Mm -hmm. Or not just Swedes, but Europeans. But now they are for sure. It just takes a little, it comes after a little while. Not everyone though. Like, just, it's just that we get big in the US first. Mm -hmm. But I guess a lot of people in Europe were hyped from the beginning as well. Yeah.
what was it like growing up in Stockholm? Like, what you did outside of music, or how you were as a child? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I grew up in Russia too, mm -hmm. in Belarus. Uh, I don't know. I just did a lot of stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any memories when you were in Vietnam? Yeah, yeah, of course. What memories do you have? Uh, I remember going to school, smoking opium, <laughs> uh, eating bunshan. Yeah. Was it a culture shock for you, like moving there, and or was it? Yeah, it was fine. Would you say that you? I've grown up through the media, internet, with the way your fashion style is, or how would you say you've had all these inspirations in your life come to how you are dressing and stuff? I don't know. Just like when I was a kid, like records and like CDs mm -hmm. and bands that I liked. Yeah. And then as I get in, as the internet came in, like, it was just easier to see photos mm -hmm. and things. What would you say inspired your fashion and what you wear? Uh, I don't know. I don't really care that much about fashion. I like clothes. I like buying clothes. I would just like making clothes. Do you have a message Thanks. you're trying to say with the clothes you're wearing? No, not at all. I don't have any message. Mm -hmm. So you have almost a cult-like following. What is the biggest insight you've gained from having so much power? I don't know. Scary. Once I wrote "fuck Vance" on Twitter, and someone burned up a pair of Vans. Oh my god! <laughs> so I don't really like having all that power. But it's fun that you can, you know, do what you like and people fuck with it. But like, if you were in a room mm -hmm. with like all my fans, it would just be very weird. <laughs> I wouldn't like stand on the table and like give them directions. Yeah. So it's weird having fans. You know? mm -hmm. And last question, what would you tell yourself at like 13 you could? The never whole become year? a rapper. Never become a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe don't do drugs. <laughs>